0: Gone is a podcast about people who have gone missing from the United States and Canada. These people are daughters, sons, sisters, and aunties. They didn't just disappear. Someone, somewhere, knows something. I'm Katie
1: Nordby. And I'm Janelle Feller. These are the stories of Bethany Markowski and Dale Dinwiddie.
0: Bethany Markowski was 11 years old in 2001. She is described by her mother as having a big heart and a big personality with a little sort of attitude. She was a stereotypical preteen. She was also selfless and thought about people all the time. Bethany was living with her mother in Nashville, Tennessee. Bethany's parents, Johnny Joe and Larry, were in the process of divorcing in early 2001. They were going through what was called a bitter custody battle. Johnny was granted a restraining order and temporary physical custody of Bethany, and they moved to Nashville while their father stayed in Gleason, Tennessee. Her father, Larry, was granted a visitation with Bethany every other weekend, along with two phone calls a week. In March 2001, Bethany spent the weekend with her father, and they visited with friends and family. On March 4th, Bethany called her mom around 9.30 a.m., Johnny told Dateline in 2019 that Bethany said, quote, I'll see you at 5 p.m., right? Unquote. Johnny said yes. Due to the restraining order, Johnny's sister would be picking Bethany up in Waverly, which was halfway between Gleason and Nashville. That same day that Bethany was going back to her mother's, Larry took her to Jackson, Tennessee. They apparently had lived there at some point, and Larry said that Bethany wanted to, quote, go back to her old stopping grounds, unquote. Bethany wanted to stop at Old Hickory Mall a place that she was familiar with, so that she could go to Claire's and the game room. Larry told authorities that he saw Bethany walk into the mall between 1.30 and 2 p.m. He stayed in the vehicle and took a nap. When he woke up about an hour later, he went into the mall to find Bethany. He searched everywhere, but Bethany was nowhere to be found. Larry alerted mall security around 5.30. Mall security alerted Jackson Police Department at 6 p.m. It seems like you would have
1: alerted at least the mall security a little bit earlier. But I guess if you're busy looking, but, and maybe it's a big mall. I mean, you think of, think of, I mean, some malls can be very large. It's a mall, even.
0: Yeah. It's a big place.
1: Yeah. But you'd think you would have just asked for additional help.
0: Right. Authorities reviewed every single surveillance video in the mall from every store that had one and could find no sign of Bethany. There was actually no proof that she even entered Old Hickory Mall. In April 2001, a woman tried to enroll Bethany in a southeastern Tennessee school. Witnesses saw a woman, who authorities presume is the same one that tried to enroll her in school, and a girl matching Bethany's description for three consecutive days at a restaurant in Cleveland, Tennessee. Cleveland is about four hours away from Jackson and two hours away from Nashville. By the time police were notified, the woman and the girl had boarded a bus bound for Moline, Illinois. The woman was described as Caucasian, between 5'4 and 5'5, around 185 pounds, and between the ages of 42 and 44. Witnesses said that she had dark circles under her brown eyes. Her blonde hair was clean but frizzy and damaged. She appeared unkempt, like she had not bathed in a while. Her shoes were torn and tied incorrectly. When the bus arrived in Moline, Illinois, the woman and the girl, who looked like Bethany, were not on board. In 2017, Bethany's mother received a call from the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation because a woman in her 30s was found passed out on a porch of a house in the Knoxville area. The woman told the homeowner that she was Bethany and positively identified a picture of Johnny. She was later released after it was determined that she was not Bethany. Authorities have not ruled out Bethany's parents as suspects in her disappearance, but they are also not actively considered suspects at this time. Investigators have also said it's possible that Bethany was abducted by a stranger. Her case remains unsolved. Bethany Markowski was 11 years old in 2001. She would be 31 today. She is described as Caucasian. At the time of her disappearance, she was between 4'8" and 5' feet tall, and between 95 and 100 pounds. She has brown hair and green eyes. She was last seen wearing a green shirt, blue or black jeans, and black slip-on shoes. Her top and bottom baby molars were missing at the time. Her hair was shoulder-length and she had bangs. She has freckles on her cheeks and nose, and she bites her fingernails when she is nervous. If you have any information about the disappearance and or whereabouts of Bethany Markowski, please call the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation at 800-824-3463.
1: So she wasn't actually seen going into the mall?
0: Nope. Larry was the only one who said that he saw her go into the mall. There's no surveillance video anywhere of her walking into the mall, or in the mall anywhere. But, and there hasn't been positive
1: identification of of Bethany since then. Right. There's been sightings. Right.
0: Yep. Reports. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So, if either of the parent was responsible for her um, abduction, they didn't spend time with her. I mean, she wasn't living with them. Right, right. So, you kidnap your own child, but the child doesn't actually live with you.
0: (coughs) You keep the child away from the other parent. Um well it just seems I don't I don't want to say unlikely because I'm sure that it happens but it seems counterproductive. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um
1: and is it just hopeful? I mean is it cuz the idea of seeing her, the idea of, you know, is it is it just hopeful wishes?
0: Right. But she wasn't seen going in and she wasn't seen coming out. Mm-hmm. And she was seen nowhere in the mall either. Huh. They said that every store that had surveillance, they, you know, went through every second.
1: Well, and I would assume that every store has surveillance. Claire's?
0: You I mean, there. Claire's
1: has a million little, tiny little things. Well, in 2001, wasn't that long ago. I mean, really. But it was.
0: But, I mean, it was in the age of security cameras, you know, where a mall... Would have had security cameras, at least in the hallways, you mm-hmm. know, if, if not every single store. Right. There would have been, there was mall security, so you would right. think that there was. Right. But, I don't know, it just seems, it, it, it just seems weird that. Well, and that, that, you know,
1: that the child was, that the child went missing but wasn't living with either parent. Um, boy, that would be, if you kidnapped your own child to keep them from the other parent and then they didn't live with you, then you didn't, I mean, it would just be, it just makes some
0: sense. Well, and it you would... hear about that all the time. Parents go missing with their non-custodial child. Right. I mean, with their children go missing with their non-custodial parent. Right, right. But they're both
1: missing. Right. 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 They've both gone yeah. off the radar. And, um, um. She was 11 years old, so she, the memories of her, you know, her old stomping grounds and her, you know, those, those, those memories, she still, she has memories. She knows what her parents' names are. She knows right. she would have addresses in her head. Um, um if she was still alive, she could locate her parents. Right. Right. Hmm. It's a strange story. It's very strange. It's very strange. But people are weird, and 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 we're selfish, and we're small, and we're petty, and all of those things. So I, I guess anything is possible.
0: Well, And
1: and. But if she would, I would say, if she's alive at thirty one years old, she could and would be able to find her parents.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so it indicates that maybe she's not able to.
0: Right. Right.
1: Even if she ran away at that time. Mm -hmm. And um, even if she ran away, they'd forgive her after all these years. Absolutely, absolutely. Dale Boxley-Dinwiddie was 23 years old in 1992. She was a graduate of Heathwood Hall Episcopal School and had an art history degree from Randolph-Macon Women's College. She had plans to enroll at the University of South Carolina for graduate school. On September 23rd, Dale attended a U2 concert, Zootopia, with her friends, at the Williams-Brice Stadium. The group had taken several cars to the concert, and the concert ended a little, a little after 11. The group then went to Jungle Gems, a nightclub, on 724 Hardin Street in the Five Point area of Columbia. Columbia is the capital of South Carolina, and it is the second largest city in the state, with a population of 832,000. In 2019, the crime rate was 507, which is 1.9 times higher than the U.S. average. Um, It is higher than 96% of all U.S. cities, so it's a high-crime city. The group of friends lost track of Dale during the night and left the club at 1 1 a.m., on September 24th. Because they had driven several cars, they assumed that Dale had a ride home. Dale was last seen between 1.15 and 1.30 a.m. talking to the club bouncer. She was seen walking north on Hardin Street. She had left her purse at the bar, and she was never seen again. Dale lived with her parents, Dan and Jean, and her brother Drew. At 6.15 a.m., Dale's dad saw the lights and radio were on in her bedroom, and that the bed had not been slept in. He called her friends, and none of them knew her whereabouts, so he reported her missing to the police at 8.30 a.m. The Columbia police treated her case as a kidnapping, since everyone that knew her said it was uncharacteristic of her to leave without warning. Dale had severe asthma and allergies. She needed injections twice a week to keep her symptoms under control. At the time, she didn't have her inhaler with her. Her friends described her as a cautious, careful, and pragmatic. Dale's case remains open and unsolved. Dale Boxy Dinwiddie was 23 years old when she went missing in September 1992. She would be 51 years old today. She was five feet tall and weighed 96 pounds. She has light brown hair and brown eyes. Her ears are pierced and she has dimples. One finger on each of her hands is a slight curve to it. She was last seen wearing a long-sleeved olive green or forest green pullover, a bright L.L. Bean jacket tied around her waist, faded blue jeans, and either brown boots or new white sneakers with a blue stripe. There's a $20,000 reward for anyone with information that solves this case. If you have information regarding Dale Boxley-Dinwiddie's whereabouts, please call the City of Columbia Police Department at 1-803-545-3500.
0: I think that this story is really relatable because I think that I have been the girl who's been left at the bar and I think I've also been the girl who, who has left people at the bar. Like, I think that this is something that's so common that you just get... Either lose track of time, lose track of each other. I mean, especially in such a big city, you know, what was the what did the bar look like? Was it a busy night? I mean... Well, it was the F- Five Queens area, which was
1: described as an area that was, um, you know, there, were, there there was college students. There was sure. a U2 concert. Right. There would have been, it would have been packed. Yeah. It would have been packed. It would have been busy. Whether it was big or small, it would have been busy. And that whole area, it sounds like that there were bars in that area um, that attracted college-age students. Sure. So, and, and Dale was uh, five foot... Tiny, tiny. Yeah. Also asthmatic. Right. Um, and they, the, their friends said that she wouldn't have liked being. She wouldn't have been downtown by herself by choice. Sure. She just wouldn't have.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and you know she
0: she didn't have her purse with her.
1: Right.
0: Uh, there's just well, and where? Why wouldn't she take her purse with her? Even walking down the road. Or she got separated from her purse. Yeah, I suppose. You know, it's... Um, but I think that this is so easy to do. Assume that... Oh, yeah. Assume that your friend has a right. Or assume that they want to stay. Or assume that... Or or the idea that they're hooking up. Or, right. you know, there's... And it was a
1: long... I, in 1992, I was finishing my college career. Um, but... I, I lived in a small town, and I lived in a small town where it was, it was, I would have considered it safe. Mm-hmm. I would have left a friend. I yeah. would have been left by friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but the part that makes me think is, is that mm-hmm. the idea that somebody's hooking up, or that they're, that they're interested in somebody, or that they're not ready to go, right. or I'm done and they're not, or, mm-hmm. or they're done and I'm not, and leaving somebody behind. Yeah. And I think that's so very common. And that's the only mistake that was made yeah. that night. Mm-hmm. The only mistake that was made that night is that they're, you know...
0: Just not knowing where she was going or what she was going to do or...
1: Well, and, you know, it, it would have been... cabs would have been prevalent. Yeah. Um, but... That's that's where it went wrong. And the truth is, is that this can happen in small towns. Yeah, this can happen in small absolutely. towns. Absolutely. And especially if you've been drinking, if if um, you know, it just lowers your inhibitions. Absolutely. It, it was a YouTube concert. It would have been high energy, mm-hmm.
0: very exciting, and well, and there maybe would have been more people in in that area absolutely. than normal. And not necessarily people from the area. Oh, in that area. no.
1: Did you, did you travel to another city to go to a concert? I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It would have been packed. With, it would have with, with been packed. people not from there. Right. Yeah. And, but it's the leaving somebody behind. And, you know, this was 1992. I don't know how, I, I didn't, I, I came late to cell phones. I didn't. But. There wouldn't have been. There, if, if there was, they were very basic. And I don't think many people had them. Yeah, really? and I, and and so I mean that's what makes today so much safer. Yeah. But I think that because it is safer and we have access to everybody, it could actually be more likely to happen today. Right. That we don't. That we that we don't attempt to connect, mm-hmm. or that um, we just assume that hey they can they can call themselves they can get themselves right. they can do whatever, but the only thing that really went wrong here is is that that she was left behind mm-hmm. and they didn't know and i mean her friends and acquaintances have to they carry that with them oh. to this day yeah that they left her behind and right. she disappeared and i i just think that that would be that would be tough to live with yeah it would and that's why you never leave somebody you never leave somebody behind right you just don't you can't do it mm-hmm. because um, what would have changed if they had called the police at that time? What would have, what would have changed? I don't know.
0: Right.
1: Um, but Dale would not have been able to outrun somebody mm-hmm. for very long because she was asthmatic, and or fight anybody off. She because she was one hundred pounds, five foot tall. Yeah. And um, you know. You think of things that are, are, are big and busy and chaotic. The fair, uh, I mean, like a large fair, um, mm-hmm. a concert, any of those things. And if you can't find somebody, there's something wrong. Right.
0: Right.
1: They're being hidden. Something's wrong. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's the only thing that went wrong. But, but she's, lost. she's lost now. It started out as a great night. Mm -hmm. A YouTube concert when you're in college. Are you kidding me? Um, Out with your friends, you're young, um, the whole world lays before you. Right. It's terrifying. And I just don't know that it makes much difference that this was done, this happened in 1992. I think that it can still happen today.
0: Twenty twenty, anywhere, mm-hmm. anywhere, anywhere. I mean, really, like we. I think that, I think that I'm really naive to, to our small town, but really, like we're a huge tourist town. We're right on the border, of a different country. Right, which there's makes There's a us, lot of which, things that happen over the summer months. That there's a lot of random people here.
1: On top of the fact that we live on a very large river, a yeah. very large lake. Yep. There's there's many things that are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Actually. Um, and you know, se- several of our resorts, our big resorts, yeah. are on the water.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: People come and go by boat. Yeah. We border another country. Um, there's a lot of reasons, and that's why you never leave somebody behind,? Right. You never leave somebody behind. And it doesn't matter um, male or female, you right. don't leave somebody behind. And that is that that belief, should be instilled in kids very young yeah. because I can just think of, I can think of, um, Jacob Witterling would, would have turned 43 this week. And that was such a terrible situation in which, um, there was three young boys on their bikes coming back with a, you know, a rented movie. Mm-hmm. Stopped by somebody.
0: In a very small town area. Very small town. Rural, rural area. Right.
1: And no different than us. Yep. Um, Stopped by a car. The other two boys were threatened and told to go, and they did. And then Jacob was killed and, um, you know, wasn't found for, I think it was 35 years or more. It was probably closer to forty years that he was his body had wasn't found, and it was still contained in their little rural area, and and that those the brother and the friend that left him, forever live with that, and they were threatened.
0: Right. What else were they supposed to do? They were threatened, and they, they were, were 10, kids, ten,
1: eleven, yeah. twelve years old. They were right. young, but the idea that mm-hmm. we never, never, and doesn't matter who it is, we never leave somebody behind, yeah. because. Um, we just we just can't and and um you know i think that that we have to parents don't want to talk to their kids about these things cuz they don't want to scare them but there are things that kids can do and should do if they are ever grabbed and it's to scream, yell, bite, kick mm-hmm. um
0: Right. It doesn't matter what that attacker tells you. You right. kick and you scream and, and you it do everything. It doesn't matter.
1: And I, I would say the same is true for adults and for, because yeah. that you, you, um, and, and then, and then what has to happen is those that see it intervene, mm-hmm. physically intervene, or you call the police, you take video. I mean, right. that's one of the good things about, <laughs> we are, we always have our nose in other people's business. And I think actually um, that can, it 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 can save lives Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you have to act you have to act if you can't um physically intervene then you 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 take a picture you call the cops you you yell and scream yourself and bring attention to the situation um because god forbid somebody goes missing We ask that you do not reach out to the families or post names of possible suspects on social media. Missing person photos, along with information and articles used for these cases, can be found on our website at gone-podcast.com.
0: Katie, <laughs> Katie, okay. what do you have for us? this Okay, week? so I I might only think that this is funny because I found it last night when I was very tired, <laughs> and, and I and you got a kick out of yourself. I got for a finding it. It was I I was laughing so hard because it was it was hilarious to me last night. It might not be that funny anymore. Well, but I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> these are <laughs> these are funniest things that people have heard others say in their sleep. Oh, that,
1: <laughs> that can't be good. Uh, and I think that these are tweets. I think that they're tweets. Can you remember stuff when you wake up? No. Can you, because uh, I, I don't always, I've re- I really, I can go back into a dream that I had the night before. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I can't. Rarely I try remember to that, yeah, rarely remember dreams. Rarely. It's just interesting what we, rem-
0: <laughs> what we remember and what we don't remember. And then, I mean, where we go. Right. Well, it's, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Good morning to everyone except my partner, who at 2 a.m. mid-dream sat bolt upright in bed and terrifyingly shouted into the dark, Will there be a buffet? <laughs> <laughs> That'll wake you up. Not, will there be peace on earth? <laughs> right. um, will, will there, there be, be a buffet? buffet? <laughs> oh. uh. One night, my sleeping boyfriend woke me up by poking me in the shoulder, then shouting boo, boo, <laughs> all, <laughs> all while giving me a thumbs down, then just rolled onto his back, folded his arms with a little giggle, <laughs> to sleep. His self-esteem still hasn't fully recovered. <laughs> boo.
1: <laughs> what? Yeah. That would be... You know, you wonder, mm-hmm. is it... Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, subconsciously, <laughs> what's really happening? What's going on? And, and what? Is, am I not wearing my... Do these pajamas
0: not look good on me? What? Boo. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure why this one starts off this way, but it says, Much better than a partner who rises, bolt upright, slowly, silently, as if from the grave, turns her head to look at you in the darkness, and then, after full 20 seconds, that's a long time to be stared at in the dark, lies back down... Thought I was going to be murdered in my sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrifying. Last night, my other half rolled over and whispered, probably not going to need all these parachutes.
1: <laughs> what? And are they taking my parachute? What are they right. doing? Why? Right. I think, no, I think we do need all these parachutes. <laughs> parachutes. I mean, what is it? What? What are you
0: dreaming about?
1: And... Take all of them. Take all
0: of them. Pull them all. <laughs> My ex, who works in a restaurant, used to take orders out loud in his sleep. <laughs> so, so I used to mess with him, saying things like "Excuse me, I ordered the coffee cake," or "The steak is overcooked," and he'd get so flustered and say things like "Right away, ma'am." Hilarious every time. <laughs> That's me. Mean. <laughs> me. Mean. Uh, a friend's father used to sleepwalk his mother awoke at 2 a.m to find his father opening shutting opening shutting opening shutting the blinds in the bedroom she asked what he was doing and he said i don't know but they've got the wrong man for this job
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know a lot about sleepwalking was he still asleep when she talked to him and he responded and he was still asleep (laughs) yes because there is a there is a person who records herself <laughs> sleepwalking yes and she has a couple of dogs who have to be so confused and oh, sure. terrified and the things that she does are yes. so strange one day she <laughs> went out to the front yard and is throwing beers out in the yard <laughs> and laughing maniacally <laughs> like that and there's a there's a person you can see oh them walking gosh. on the uh, on the sidewalk, and they're just looking at her. I mean, they're just they're just like looking at her and walking oh away my gosh. because it's it's like she's she's like tossing out yeah. bouquets of flowers, <laughs> but it's beer in the middle of the night, and she will oh she gosh. will do things and she'll talk to the plant and she will. It's frightening. I can't even imagine. I mean, going. I mean, it's. The, well, leaving your house to go out the front,
0: I mean, to your go out program. the yard. Yeah.
1: And, you know, we do <laughs> things, I mean, eating things. Yes. Um. Yes. Talking, I mean, leaving the house, it's dangerous, and <laughs> i
0: it'd be hard to live with. Yeah, it would be so scary. So this is the one that really cracked, <laughs> that really just tipped it over the edge for me. What? Well, <laughs> Once I woke up because I felt as if my foot was doing was doing circles in the air, I dismissed it as a dream and tried to go back to sleep only for it to happen again. My <laughs> My wife was at the bottom of the bed with my foot in her hand. I looked at her and she asked, "Is this an arm <laughs> doing circles in the air Can you imagine? oh my gosh and the fact that he went back to like <laughs> right? Oh my leg just always. They probably does that. both have these occurrences for him to just dismiss it so easily. Well, and and you know it's one thing to have somebody
1: with restless leg, <laughs> right? Which can be very annoying. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, but it, and it's another to have somebody to take your sleeping foot and do circles with it. Right. Right. That would that would wait. I'm sorry, but somebody else touching my yes. foot. Yes. Um, because I have to sleep with one foot. <laughs> sticking out of the covers. It's like a radiator. It's just yeah. got to be one foot. Yeah. I mean, it. it's a requirement. Too that hot, one too foot, cold. Yep. One foot out. And to have somebody grab my foot in the middle of the night, so
0: I would lose my cool. Yeah, yeah. so he must just be... Whatever. Yeah, Apparently she grabs random body parts and just twos around in a circle. Yeah. Reminds me of when my husband woke me at 2 a.m. by proclaiming, don't worry, I've got, a cr- I've got a cricket trophy in my locker, but you need to run away now or there won't be crumpets. <laughs> Pause. Then a sinister whisper. Too late. They're coming for you now. <laughs> he slept well. Oddly, I did not. <laughs> and is he English? There won't be crumpets. I mean, is
1: it, it, I hope they're English. Because, no. frankly, I don't know if crumpets are good or I'm bad. Sure and I'm not either. sure what to do with a cricket bat.
0: <laughs> so this is what her husband said. They warned me of goblins. Cute, but you can't trust him. they <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's (laughs) true. They're sneaky. I'm currently in the bath with one, scrubbing him clean. I laughed so hard I couldn't go back to sleep. My husband didn't believe me he said any of those words. (laughs) Currently in the bath, scrubbing him clean. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Don't get me started. He has saved me from aliens by pushing me out of a bed, throwing the duvet over me, chased vampires and lions, and when he was... A stationary rep. We- when he was a stationary rep, did me a good deal on red and green pens at two in the morning.
1: <laughs>
0: Shuffled you out of bed and threw it
1: away. Well, of it. he was saving her. Can I just tell you? Let him get me. Right, right. At let me sleep in the morning. Let him get me. Fine. It would be less jolting than right. being kicked out of bed. Because, I mean, oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't know that I I I don't know that I have enough awareness physically to be able to get out of bed, go down the stairs, um, right to my refrigerator or to to uh, to the outside,
0: right without just falling and busting my head. Yeah, I, I don't know. It kind of boggles my mind a little bit. It's kind of creepy. Yeah, it is. This is my last one. My three year old started shouting in her sleep, but I don't want to be a chicken. Neither, Neither, do I. Neither do I. Neither do I. I. I mean, of all of the animals... <laughs> oh, right. A chicken would not be the one I would, would choose. chicken would not be... No,
1: they got no. knobby knees, and um, that beak doesn't look good on anybody. It doesn't. A chicken. This sounds like a nightmare. Disney might want to know about that. So, again, I have... I have it's food-related, sure. which it maybe says more about me than I care <laughs> to. Weird snacks from around the world. Oh, okay. So, there are some... Um, Fish and, fish and chip gelato from Australia. Fish and what? chips does gelato. Does taste like it? Well, I'm thinking that
0: it's, I'm thinking if it's made with fish and chips, that probably, probably does. Or do they just call it fish and chips and it's like candy fish and candy... Nope, I don't think so. Oh, gosh. Candied crabs from Japan. Tiny,
1: whole crabs, deep fried in sugar. And oh, they're, they're 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 like the size of maybe a quarter, and it's the whole crab—the little legs, the little eye holes—and you just shove them in, and just pop it in, and. Uh, <laughs> uh, gross! Wasabi, cheese donuts, from Singapore. Oh gosh! I love wasabi. I love love love. I love wasabi and horseradish, which is wasabi most wasabi that we eat in the United States is horseradish. But I love. Love that. I don't want to have it on a donut, though. No. In a donut, near a donut. Eck. No, thank you. No. Uh, fried tarantula in oh. Cambodia. Oh, gosh. They're they're furry. Oh. Uh, maybe they're dipped in something, you know. Battered. <laughs> Battered. <laughs> Gross. Um, a wasabi Kit Kat from Japan. Oh, gosh. Ant eggs from Mexico. How big are they? Well, I mean, what, I mean, what, what, what? I mean, like sand? a Skittles. Oh, I, I mean, they're. How big are their ants? I don't, I mean, you can, there's, there can be some large ants. Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, mm. they, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they grow them very large in Mexico. Mm. They're, um, but I, collecting them. Raise. No, thank you. How about dried cuttlefish in South Korea? So, cuttlefish. Apparently mm-hmm. it's a really ugly fish. But I think that the skeleton of a cuttlefish is what they use for for like birds to chew on. So it's that white. Um it's usually it's kind of an oval shape and it's Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. It's 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 I think that's the skeleton of a cuttlefish. Huh. So interesting. So that's basically what it would basically would be a bird. Um uh, Chewer Ew. thing, and that's that's. I mean, I don't know. That's that's what it, it sounds like. How about octopus flavored chips in South Korea, with zero trans fat? Oh, bonus. No. Except for that, it's octopus flavored. Yeah. Which I don't know. I don't know exactly what that would taste like. Fishy. Fishy, probably. How about um, dried wild fish in baggies, a delicacy in Russia.
0: So like chips like like a chip you eat it like a chip yeah.
1: like a cracker like a
0: but it would oh, be fish
1: wouldn't that be so hard well i mean they're little and i suppose we eat beef jerky it's going kind to of be the same you yeah, honestly honestly beef jerky i mean if i mean not as hard as beef jerky no. i would think they're little fish how about um so maybe uh, uh so how about tiny Tiny crabs, whole crabs. They're dried out, and th- they think of gummy worms with claws. I mean, that's this is a Japanese delicacy, and um, there's, yeah, you just. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but that's the one with the legs and stuff. Oh. Something. Yeah. Gross. Salsa getty. <laughs> salsa getty, salsa and spaghetti. A gummy worm, it's a gummy worm in tamarind sauce. I'm not even sure what tamarind is, but it's a gummy worm in tamarind sauce. Ew. Yeah, I don't, first of all, the idea of spaghetti and salsa mixed doesn't sound good to me. I don't like it, I don't like the name, and I don't, know. How about haggis and cracked black pepper potato chips? And what was haggis again? Gross. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know exactly what it is. Um, it, I would say that it's probably... I feel like we talked about this one time on here.
0: We probably it was did. One of,
1: yeah, I've, I've actually intentionally forgot it, but I want to say it's meat um, and gelatin. Yeah,
0: and or like meat parts
1: or something. Gelatinized or something. Yeah, that's, something really that's, gross. Yeah. Uh, these roast lamb and mint potato chips. What's the mint for? Oh, mat- potato crisps. Oh, uh it's a New Zealand dish. I I I don't know, but maybe with roast lamb
0: and mint is maybe a uh complimentary something. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. We have dill dill pickle potato chips. Yeah.
1: Um not even close to that. No. Because Dill-Pickle potato chips are delicious. The best. Hackroll. H-A-K-A-R-L. It's a pungent cheese made from the cured, fermented... Made, uh, sorry. It's a pon- pungent cheese made from cured, fermented shark. From Iceland. If it's from Iceland, I don't want to eat it. No. And did you, in school, in, in uh, ever dissect a, a shark... Uh, no, okay, a frog, no, a worm, we did a worm. I don't remember if it was It must have been in college then that we dissected a uh, shark um, and um you know it has shark oil, which is you know important it keeps the shark warm and it's important it's 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 a very strong smell sure very strong smell, and um. So,
0: and, and uh, just, can we just call everything cheese? Well, like we're just going to mush all this stuff up and just call it a cheese? Well, I think that,
1: yeah, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. Cheese is a very important food. and should not a, be. Don't mess with it. Don't, it should be, it should be cared for. Carefully, because and don't put fermented shark in it. No, Eck. Frankly, don't put pimentos in it. No, it doesn't. No, no, it, and and it's a off, it's offensive. It is. Sorry, offensive. Iceland. If anybody from Iceland is listening to this, then Sorry. you'll just have to forgive. We me. still like you. We still like you, and you're so welcome. Just not your cheese. Just not your cheese. Sharp Keep your shark fermented cheese to yourself. <laughs> though you can sure listen to our podcast right. if you want to. We appreciate you. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week.